Hello and welcome. This is Rochelle Asbury, one of your co-hosts of Being Minority in America. This is podcast number two. Thank you so much for listening, sharing our podcast, and giving us feedback. Today we'll dive into the topic, what does it feel like when you're not part of something, when you feel isolated or even rejected? We hope that our stories will resonate with you, that you will find similarities and you will find connections. We appreciate you showing up with us today with an open heart and an open mind. Hello there, everyone out there listening to our Being Minority in America podcast. This is episode number two, and you you are here with myself, Terry, and Rochelle Asbury, and we are your co-hosts for this um, this podcast, and we're, we're glad that you're here and you're joining us for our episode number two. So thanks, thanks so much for joining us. Today, uh, we wanted to talk about a question that was really interesting, and Rochelle actually posed this question, and it was, how, what does it feel like when you're not a part of something or you, you're isolated or rejected? And I was like, hmm, what does that feel like? I don't know. I never thought of that. And then she reframed it for me. And she said, well, you know, think about the last time you had like the best cheesecake. And I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah. How did that feel? And I was like, oh, I, I never really thought about what cheesecake felt like. But if you're going to ask me the question, yeah, that's really interesting to think about, you know, the experiences that we have. And what does that feel like? Even if it is as simple as eating a piece of cheesecake, which I can tell you, oh, it felt amazing, right? Like it's luscious, it's silky, it's creamy. And then you just feel all of your saliva glands. I, I'm just thinking about cheesecake now. So, <clears throat> but, you know, thinking about what are those feelings that we have when we have the different experiences. And it was really just a kind of interesting and unique question to think about, well, what does it feel like? To, to feel different or to feel on the other side or to feel outside of something like you didn't quite belong, right? Or you didn't feel as welcome because we, a lot of times I think, and Rochelle jump in and you let me know, but it seems like we don't have as many words to talk about how we feel when we don't feel unwelcomed other than I don't feel welcome. Exactly. Exactly. So this is the question we're going to dive in today. And I know Rochelle's got some great stories and experiences to <laughs> always. So I'm excited to hear uh, how you connect this. So Rochelle, let's, let's hear from your side first. What, what, you know, what does that feel like? Could you share us a time where you felt like you were not a part or you felt um, unwelcomed or isolated for some reason? And, and tell, tell us about those feelings. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Terry. I'm excited, number one, um, for being here and, um, you know, coming alongside to be your partner with um, Being Minority in America and podcast number two. Yay. <laughs> and for everybody out there, um, we had received a lot of positive feedback and, you know, everyone was saying more, more, more. And uh, so hopefully we'll bring you more. But getting back to uh, what you had asked of me, um, Terry, you know, I believe that each and every one of us can always uh, connect to the uh, to the point of having times in our lives where we just didn't feel part. And I, there are several times for me 
uh, especially when I was much younger, um, it feels like, I remember one time particularly, it was almost like an out-of-body experience. It was almost like I felt like I was on the other side of the fence, no pun intended, and it was a little hole in the fence, and I'm just watching through this peephole, um, watching everybody else having fun, watching everybody else just, you know, feeling like they're part. And here I was on the other side of the fence. And mm-hmm. how that felt to me, I felt disconnected. I even felt sad. And I even felt like, you know, I just don't belong, you know, and I felt weepy. Uh, I can tell, um, when my eyes were just, you know, starting to well up a little bit and it just all the way went down to my toes where I just didn't feel, you know, I just didn't feel part of it, but I was just, you know, feeling just, you know, um, not, not there. Um, not, I'm just being an overseer, Mm -hmm. uh, watching other people just, you know, having this grand time. And I'm thinking, well, what's wrong with me? You know, why am I not or why is it that no one's noticing um, that, you know, that I'm on the other side of the fence and it was a chain link fence. So I'm looking through one of the holes. Right. So, you know, so, yeah, that was really, um, really gut wrenching for me. And just like when I was saying to you about the cheesecake and. You know, I know there's some people out there that may not like cheesecake, <laughs> whatever, whatever your decadent um, dessert is. But it, it once you start thinking about the feeling, I mean, there are times that I felt uh, isolated and I, I almost take almost um, was taken aback. And I noticed that, you know, that my neck muscles were getting a little tense and my palms were getting a little a little, you know, sweaty. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, I had this look on my face like, you know, what is going on here? You know, am I second? Should I second guess this? And there have been times like, nope, nope, girl, you're spot on. You're you're spot on with this, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it. I, I tell you, when it keeps happening, I think it confirms to, you know, confirms to you that, yeah, you you you're not part of this particular tribe. So but yeah, that's one of my experiences. Yeah. And, and, you know, I I like that you take it back to just childhood and being on the playground, right? Because at that point we don't, you know, as as kiddos, we don't always understand all those feelings Mm -hmm. and don't understand what's happening and and why it's happening. And so, um, and I, and this is why I love being your partner partner on this and, and, uh, and your co-host because, we have so, such different experiences, but they're still so similar, right? Mm-hmm. Like growing up uh, in Hawaii and, and looking like everyone there and feeling, you know, I never felt, like I said before in, in episode one, I'd never really felt like a minority until I moved out to the Midwest, um, exactly. to Indiana. And I'm just like, oh, nobody looks like me out here. <laughs> um, and And that's where, you know, I feel it more as an adult in my adult life being, feeling, like that feeling of, of difference, a feeling. Um, and, and I don't want to say it's like a feeling of unwelcomeness because I don't feel, I don't think anyone's trying to make me feel unwelcomed, right. but for some reason you do, right. For some reason I do. 
and and I love like in the in the playground instance, it's clear, right? You're on yeah. one side of the fence, they're on the other side of the fence. There is clear separation, so it makes sense that you would feel that that disconnection. Exactly. Um, and then, but you know, so from from my side, it, it was. It's like I didn't know how, and I guess maybe it's kind of a feeling like a child as well. Like I didn't know how to make sense of the experiences that I was having, and so. I mean, so I, I've told you this a little bit before, but, you know, I have a business partner and she is a beautiful, tall, white woman. And um, we would go into these business meetings. And for some reason, they would always talk to her. They would direct mm-hmm. their questions to her. Every, you know, like it, it was it was clear to me right. that um, no one was directing questions at me. And I would have to kind of push my way in there and pose a question or step in to respond when it made sense for me to do so. And, um, and I didn't understand what was going on. And I was just like, what's wrong with me? Right? Right. I felt like there was something wrong with me. Like there was, I I, I was too quiet. Um, You know, is it that I'm too, you know, introverted? I have my little air quotes introverted, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, is it my personality? Like what, what that's, I felt the same thing, right? Like what's wrong yeah. with me? Like, why don't they want to talk to me? Why do they only want to talk to her? Exactly. Um, and it's that same kind, right? You feel that disconnect because you, like, I think, I think as, as people, as humans, we just, we do want to connect with each other and it, it feels, it's a weird feeling when, when it's, when there is the, when that connection's not there. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I've had some instances in um, in my adult life where I'm always, my husband's like, you know, how is it that you can go into the grocery store and come out with three friends? I mean, <laughs> because, you know, I'm talking to people, right? And I know that about me, but, you know, I've had, had you know, occasions where I've um, been in a meeting or part of an event Mm-hmm. And usually the events I'm part of because I've been in corporate for a, a long time and also, too, because I own my own business, a lot of the circles that I'm in, uh, you know, people don't necessarily, you know, a lot of people don't look like me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've dealt with that. And um, but there were times where in conversation or coming into a room that, you know, people would stop talking. <laughs> so sometimes, I mean, before I look behind me, because I didn't know if somebody, you know, somebody was walking behind me with a big sign or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, and then after a while, after going to the meeting three or four times, and I've had people say, you know, you know, Rochelle, you're, you're pretty cool. You're all right. And I'm thinking, well, why would I not be, you know, uh-huh. um, aside from me being, probably, you know, uh, wearing glasses or, <laughs> or, you know, have a little bit more texture to my hair, why would that be any different? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because, um, and I've been told that, well, you know, you're really cool. And I'm, I'm so glad now that, you know, I, I just felt uncomfortable, you know, approaching you. But mm-hmm. I, I've seen people approach other people. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't have a thumb growing out of my forehead. So <laughs> why would that be? <laughs> But this is the kind of things that um, that I've gotten over, you know, over the years. And you do kind of internalize some of those things. And uh, I think, Terry, when you said, 
you know, you start to say, well, what's wrong with what's wrong with me? Because you'll get to that point. Well, what's wrong with me? And then you have to snap out of it and says, no, there's nothing wrong with me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and push back on that a little bit. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I think we bring to the table like all our experiences and um, sometimes we reflect um, issues of how we feel and we try to put it on the other person. But again, you know, at the end of the day, we're all we're all the same. You know, we just have a different wrapper, you know, uh, wrapping paper. I'm thinking because it's coming up on the holidays, maybe uh, <laughs> gifts or whatever. <laughs> just had a birthday, so gifts. But but it does make you feel a certain a certain kind of way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to you know say say about that. And one other uh, incident, uh, it was. I wouldn't say it was an incident, but um, there was a big tech company that had a, a, a weekend event here in Indianapolis. And I had gone for myself. I didn't necessarily go for my company, but I was really excited about it, Terry. And I signed up for it. I blocked <laughs> the time off, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I should put this out here, but I like dabbling in coding. So no one send me any coding projects. Please don't. I like <laughs> it's like I like calligraphy. And once I told my friend she wanted me to do note cards for her, her events. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so I was excited, showed up. I, you know, was ready to go for the whole weekend, assigned, you know, had had signed up for classes and things or um some of the courses. And I remember getting to one of the assigned courses and I was just standing outside the door because I was early and I was excited, you know, mm-hmm. and um, this um, young person was a male. He obviously was the instructor, probably was a half of my age. <laughs> or mm-hmm. third. Nice, nice, nice kid. And he said to me, he says, well, ma'am, <laughs> he said, you might you can come inside, but you might want to just you might want to just remain or sit outside the door mm-hmm. or we have like a reception area that you can sit. And I, of course, I'm kind of like thinking in my head, no, why would I want to do this? Yeah. And so then the other students start coming in. That was, of course, uh, a half of my age or a third. And they was all excited and bubbly, too. And I was, you know, like, yay, this is great, you know. And so I started going into the into the uh to the classroom and he came again <laughs> he says well ma'am are you waiting for your son and I you know kind of kind of gave that look like you know I kind of squinted my eyes like well that would be kind of hard because I don't have a son <laughs> and so <laughs> that's a long wait and I said no <laughs> um, but it was just interesting that you know he was I mean, from his paradigm here, I was older mm-hmm. and uh, I was only I was um, the only African-American that was in the class. And mm-hmm. I noticed it was mostly Asian and also um, Caucasian. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of thinking, well, well, it could, you know, I could have one of those kids, but but it wasn't <laughs> likely. <laughs> And I'm certain that he was, you know, doing, you know, he was being nice to the nice lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just came down to the point is like, no, I've, I've registered for this class. And he said, well, <laughs> do you know, it's, I don't know, coding, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. I'm like, 
yes, I registered for the class. <laughs> so apparently he was, I mean, he was, he was definitely embarrassed, of course. Uh -huh. And I kind of chuckled on the inside, you know. And so uh, as the class proceeded, there was two other instructors and they were kind of congregating. So I'm sure he was kind of <laughs> kind of telling them what had happened. So all through the 45 minute class, I mean, they hovered over me, ma'am, do you need anything? <laughs> you know, let me check your work. <laughs> you want mm -hmm. some bottled water? <laughs> Either they thought I was going to pass out or they thought I didn't know, you know, what I was doing. Right. And, uh, you know, they kept, well, yeah, that's actually right. So anyway, um, that was an experience, but I've yes. had similar, you know, similar like that. So here we go, uh, feeling different. I think that was an age situation there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's where, um, you know, we we talk about being minority in America. And, and I love that for, you know, like the experiences that we talk about isn't, isn't always about our race or ethnicity. It, it just right. has to do with those times when you feel like, you're missing your 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 tribes missing right yeah. your people's not there um and and it's that difference in separation that we feel that it's powerful though exactly right? exactly exactly and and because it it you start to question your being you start to question who you are and mm -hmm. and whether or not you're right right in quotes right or not yeah. And, and then, you know, it's, I think that's where for me, it's, you know, what do you do with that? How, you know, when you feel like you're, you're on the other side of the fence or you feel like, you know, you're like a, you know, like you got a thumb coming out of your forehead or something, <laughs> right? Like when you feel like that, what are you doing? What, what happens? Right. And for me, it was, I changed myself. I changed the way I dress. Mm -hmm. I changed I on a on a daily basis. I changed the way I talk. My husband notices this because I don't I don't speak the way I would normally speak if I'm around my family, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's the case for many people. Um, but there's so many things that we change about ourselves to try to fit in. Exactly. And and there, you know, it, it's kind of like, well, where's the line, right? Yeah. To what extent do we keep changing who we are before we don't look like? who we are. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know what? I, I think too, it's learning, it's learning um, for yourself and for other people. You know, we also teach people how to treat us. Um, and I coined that from, <clears throat> I think the great Ann Landers was a great uh, writer in the Chicago newspaper, but, but anyway, um, I, I do feel that after we get through trying to change ourselves, mm -hmm. I mean, we would be forever changing ourselves um, to to appease or to please other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I had issues, you know, you know, growing up where, you know, um, of course, I, I'm, you know, my face as far as full lips, you know, um, all of that that comes with mm -hmm. textured hair. And I thought, I said, well, you know, it depends on what's in. I mean, I, I spent a lifetime where, you know, that was too much of an ethnic look. And mm -hmm. now I'm like, 
Well, gee, there are people that want to plump their lips up. And I'm like, well, I've had these lips for a long time. So again, you know, these, these great uh, clarinet lips that I can pucker up well. <laughs> so, you know, I came to the realization that, you know, I had to be okay with me. This is who I I am. But I know it's easy, you know, to feel like, what else can I do? What else do I need to do to actually, you know, fit into this space or fit into how people think I, I should be, you know, so they won't feel uncomfortable. Right. And I've learned, you know what? I've, there have been many occasions where I felt uncomfortable and nobody wants to feel uncomfortable. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's something. And, you know, I, I get to the point sometimes that, um, going back to people would say, well, you know, why can't you just get over that? And I think I maybe mentioned a little of that first uh -huh. episode. Well, you can do that. And then here we go again. Here's another reminder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like when I uh, was part of the, you know, the big event for the tech company, it was like, here I go again. I'm, I'm showing up. I'm excited. And here we go again with something. Mm -hmm. So it's always going to be something, but it's also based on my response, you know, right. of how I'm going to handle this. It's, go it's always, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm glad you said, mentioned that Terry and, and, you know, and I've had situations too, where when I went to go uh, buy a car and my husband happened to come along with me because I told him I was going to buy him lunch and I don't hardly usually do that. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> You're paying? I'm going. I said, yeah. And I want to start, you know, looking around for a car. But anyway, you know, I went into a, a dealership mm -hmm. and um, again, the, the gentleman was looking at my husband mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. you know, so what, sir, what do you, what do you, what should I show you today? <laughs> and he kept referring to guy. He says, "Well, actually, my wife is buying a car." Uh huh. And so he was like, "Oh!" And then he looked down. He, you know, looked down at me a little bit. And he says, "Well, what would the little lady like?" And I yeah. said, "Uh oh." <laughs> and so my husband, of course, like shook his head, like, "Oh my!" And instantly, anybody that knows me, when you really hit that spot, my eyebrows instantly go into my hairline. <laughs> so I was like. I tell you what, what the little lady likes right now, the little lady likes to leave. And we laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Well, and, and that's absolutely right, right? Like, it, it's not, it's not, it's just a matter of when you don't feel like when someone makes you feel like you, you're, you're not the right person. You mm -hmm. know? Like you should have been, you should have been your husband. You should have been the man shopping for the car because that's <laughs> how things are, you know? And I, I love, I love that you, you push that back. You know, you always yeah. push that back and you're like, well, no, I'm the one making the decision here. It's me. I'm a, I'm a woman, not a little lady. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I know it, it was, it was, it was something, but you know, I do say too, um, it depends, and this is just only from my perspective. Um, I think we make choices and decisions based on how do we feel our self-esteem at the time. Because mm -hmm. I do know no one can make us feel any way, a right. particular way. So we have to sign up for something. Mm -hmm. So the more we 
we build and strengthen our self-esteem, who we are in this world, what we want to do, what we're about. Um, and it's a constant thing. It's a constant thing. Um, so it, it, it's, um, I would say, Terry, it's ongoing. The more we have these conversations, the more people realize there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. And for the listeners, there's nothing wrong with you either. Um, But we bring to the table a lot. We bring past experiences. We bring pain. We bring a lot of things. So, yeah. But that feeling, it goes goes back and it's uh, in connections with other feelings. But um, they get brought back up because we's like, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Here we go again. Um, and you, you try to, you try to push it down or you try to, um, second guess it. Mm -hmm. Just shelve that. Yeah. Just shelve that till the next time. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, you know, bringing it back to the feelings because it's, we're going to have those feelings. Everyone has these feelings where you just, you don't feel welcome. You feel Mm -hmm. at you know, unease, it feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And the feeling's always going to be there. Right. We're, you know, d- depending on whatever situation it is. But I think like what I, I heard you say, and I love this is you get to choose how you react, you get mm-hmm. to choose how you respond to that feeling. Am I going to change something about myself? Or am I going to stand my ground and say, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And you can either accept me or not. Exactly. Whenever. Exactly. And I think that comes to the, to the point when you start accepting you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not going to be tall, you know, I'm five, four <laughs> all, hey, all day long. Me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have to, I have to remind myself, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to spit, especially at this age and stage. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I'm 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 older than you, but and ho- hopefully, it's brought some wisdom along the way for me that I had to come to the realization: Hey, you're going to be changing yourself every step of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, every step of the way to please other people. And again, but I will say, there are people that say to me, "But I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that." And that and that's some truth. Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. truth to that, you know, it's some truth, you know, and uh, like I said, we don't want this always, well, we definitely not going to have it about race, but I remember, and I have a close girlfriend, uh, well, I have several um, close girlfriends, but one in particular that, um, you know, I share a lot of things with, and even when feeling, um, feeling isolated or feeling, you know, that I was um, treated a certain way. And mm-hmm. so, she never had that experience like that necessarily to that. So we went shopping together one day uh-huh. just because we wanted to go shopping. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and she just noticed. And I, you know, I, this is, this is how it, how it is for me. You mm-hmm. know, she went one way and I went another way and it was a different experience. And we came back together. She said, Rochelle, I noticed, I noticed how the salesperson was, you know, you know, following you almost. And you, you said to her, I don't need any help right now. And she smiled mm-hmm. and 
you know, two seconds later, she was on your heels again. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, welcome to my world. And she mm-hmm. just was like, oh my goodness. You know, so again, here I felt a certain kind of way with my friend that had a different outside rapper experience. Well, witness how I was being treated. You know, no one said that, you know, I don't, um, you don't belong here. Right. But she did notice that, you know, what are you doing in this high end store? Mm -hmm. Right. What are you doing here? And I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. And, And my friend was outraged. Yeah. Outraged by it. And she's like, well, I didn't really. And she calls me, well, she's like, I didn't realize that. She felt a certain kind of way. Yeah. And, um, you know, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's why I think that's why we are doing this podcast in the first place, right? Is to be able to share these experiences that we wouldn't otherwise have um, access to. Like, I wouldn't know anything about what your experiences have been like, and you wouldn't be able to understand what mine's have been like either, you know, and, and in that sharing, hopefully through our stories. And this is where um, for everyone who's listening, this is why we're, we're sharing our stories, right? Is because we want to share these experiences that are probably very common for everyone out there, right? And and in that feelings of like how we treat people differently and, and hopefully it can help us to become more aware of how we can be more welcoming to others. Exactly. You know, I think in, I think in, in experiencing more, or I don't want to say more, but having several experiences where you don't feel welcome and having several experiences where you feel different and, and sometimes you're made to feel different or sometimes you just internally feel different. Right. I think having, having those experiences and being able to connect and empathize it, it makes, at least for myself, it makes me more cognizant of people who are on the outskirts, right? Exactly. It makes me more cognizant when I'm on the playground, who's standing on the other side of the fence or when you're at, you know, when you're at uh, a networking event, for example, like who are the wallflowers and, and going and being intentional and trying to connect with them because you know what it feels like, right? Like exactly. we know, what, we know what that feels like and, um, and knowing like that feeling doesn't go away and we all have these feelings what I would always want is someone to make me feel welcome so that's you know that's where I think if we can shift our actions how do we shift to become more you know welcoming to each other exactly exactly that was really well put I think at the end of the day Terry we all it doesn't matter our height or our color of our skin or age Uh, we all want to be heard. We all want to be respected. We all want to be embraced. We want to be uh, listened to all those things because it, we are human, human mm-hmm. beings, you know. So, yeah, this was good. This was really yeah. good, Terry. <laughs> oh, yes. I always feel like this is semi-therapeutic, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, this has been fantastic. We are at, 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 at about our half hour mark. So thank you so much, Rochelle, for being here and sharing your experiences, sharing your stories. I, I always learn so much in hearing just everything that you've been through. So <laughs> thank you so much for just being open and sharing. 
Thank you. Well, thank you too, Ms. Terry. I mean, because yeah. like you said, I mean, I don't think this was an accident. I think we're partners for a reason. And thank you for being honest and open and sharing your stories too. So. Oh, you're welcome. I think it's, um, you have, you have that effect where you help people feel comfortable sharing. So that was, that's helpful for me as well. Cause I'm, you know, I am more introverted and I do keep things closer to my heart than, uh, than most people, I think. So it's, it's, it is great that we are partners <laughs> on this. All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. So, you know, if, if you've been listening into the, all the stories, I hope you really enjoyed hearing um, about the feelings that we have when, when we don't feel welcome, when we feel isolated or we might feel rejected, but really what are, what does that feel like? What is that? What does it feel like to be different? Right. In the same way that we connected it to that cheesecake, such great feelings. You know, you have the opposite side of that, that disconnection, that isolation, that feeling like something's wrong with us. And then identifying that the feeling's okay. Accept the feeling, but it's your, it's in your control how you react and how you respond and what you do with that feeling and how you can empathize with those feelings and everyone else around us because that is a human feeling to feel different and it's okay. And we should actually welcome that, right? Like you and I, Rochelle, we're so different. And I love hearing your stories. I love connecting with you because it makes me feel like even though we're so different, we're still so connected. Exactly. So much similarities. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, we both wear glasses, Terry. (laughs) That is true. And we're both under, we're five, four and under. There you go. And we rock. Well, so if for everyone listening out there, thank you again for joining in and listening in and spending your time with us this morning. We love to have you here and we'd love to hear your stories as well. So if you haven't signed up to subscribe to our podcast, The Being Minority in America, you can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Spotify and um, soon to be coming. We'll have a separate website. Hold on for that. That'll be coming down the road. But share with us, leave us some comments, find us on social media and leave us some comments and let us know what your experiences have been and, you know, how you felt when you, when you felt different or unwelcome and how you respond and how you react. Cause we'd love to hear everyone else's stories as well. So thank you once again for joining in. I'm going to let Rochelle sign off. Well, hey, once again, thank you guys for coming alongside too on this journey of being able to share and be uh, open. So, you know, like Terry said, we we love you. We we're, we're so excited that we can share our hearts and no judgment. Um, so, just stay stay tuned. More to come from being minority in America. Fantastic! Join us next month, first Tuesday of every month. All right. All right. All right signing out. Mm-hmm. Bye.